0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to my TV recap podcast. My name is KJ. On this episode, I just decided I wanted to hop on and talk about the first episode of Outer Range. <laughs> I wasn't planning on doing like a deep dive recap scene by scene podcast review for this show, but I just got done watching the first episode and I was quite impressed. <laughs> I really just kind of wanted to hop on just to kind of talk about it, just to get some feelings out because I really, really enjoyed the first episode. This is the new third sci-fi western show on Amazon Prime. And, yeah, it stars uh, Josh Brolin and some other great actors as well. Uh, Imogen Poots, (laughs) uh, Lily Taylor, uh, the one Tom uh, Pelfrey, I think is how you say his last name. He was on Ozark um, a few seasons ago, and he was really good in that season. But, yeah, this is, like I said, kind of like a sci-fi western show. And the first episode has a lot of uh, mystery in it. And I kind of, again, just kind of wanted to go through it kind of just to get my feelings out there to kind of even remind myself and see what's going on. (laughs) So we open, the show actually opens pretty much with a, I don't want to say a scene that we're going to see later in the episode. I don't know technically what you call that, but something, a show's do that a lot of times where it opens with something that's going to happen later on in the episode to kind of Uh, intrigue you and pique your interest so we see Josh Brolin he's shirtless and it looks like he's carrying a body (laughs) in the night while it's pretty much thunderstorming and it looks very intense and then we kind of cut back to three days or so before so we meet uh, Josh Brolin's character Royal Abbott and he is the father and grandfather and pretty much the head of the Abbott family ranch which actually um, was in his wife's family for three generations, about 100 years. So his wife, Lily Taylor, plays Cecilia Abbott. And yeah, the ranch is technically from her family, but he's pretty much in charge now. He's got two sons, uh, Perry Abbott and Rhett Abbott, Uh, both of them living there at the ranch. And I liked in the first episode because we see pretty much you know them kind of just scanning around the house and we get kind of a hint and the vibe of what's going on so we see uh, perry he is in the room with his daughter um what's her name amy we see her sleeping there he's sleeping on the floor and then we kind of scan to a picture of the three of them the family so we know there's a wife a mom involved but we don't see her in the beginning so and we learn pretty quick that she is missing she has been missing for nine months now We also meet the other brother, who I'm going to assume is the younger brother, Rhett. And he is currently trying to be a rodeo, or he's trying to... Yeah, I guess that's what you just call it. He is trying to make his way in the uh, rodeo business. And we get a good scene in the beginning, first 15 or so minutes, while he's actually at the rodeo and trying to... I remember I actually went and saw a rodeo once, which is super random for me. But I think you have to stay on the bull for... I don't want to say five to 10 seconds maybe. And that's what kind of deems you as qualifying or a good run. But they say he got attached or he got paired up with a pretty bad bull. And I don't think he makes it or he doesn't last as long as he's supposed to to qualify or make it to like the next show. Or I don't know, again, too much about rodeo. But yeah, but it's a cool scene. We see him all there supporting him. So we know, yeah, Rhett, he's a younger brother trying to make his way in the rodeo business. And then again, we know that the older brother, Perry, he yeah, has a daughter, they're living there at the ranch, and the wife has been missing for nine months. Now we find that out a little bit towards the middle of the episode. So we also know too that the Abbotts, the way um, Royal runs this family ranch is more old school, more how his uh, father used to run it and Uh, so on so forth but yeah he's pretty much old school because they make comments the two brothers that they should have sold while they had the chance 10 years ago and they could have been living yeah more wealthy and had a better life so much but yeah so we get the vibe again it's kind of you know I don't think so much they're doing bad but they're kind of just you know making their way living day by day and we see that next to them the ranch right next to them basically uh, is the tiller sense it's a cool scene because when we open we find out too that two of the cattle have gone missing and I forgot to mention too (laughs) right off in the beginning uh, Royal he starts hearing these pretty ominous loud noises that he doesn't find out about till a little bit later but we open with that and then while he's out doing like his daily chores he hears this noise again very ominous very sci-fi and he actually loses track of time when he goes back to uh, see his family while they're getting ready They're like okay it's ready to go to church and he says it's only 8 a.m. and they say no it's actually 10 a.m. so while this noise happens he's losing track of time he's getting affected by this loud ominous sound throughout his ranch pretty much but again a little bit later some of the animals again are acting a little odd which always kind of shows in movies and shows when animals are acting odd that they can sense something's coming, but again, so while they count their cattle, they realize they've lost two, so when they're going out looking for them, they're kind of just going along the fence, kind of like the border of their ranch, and then we see the other family, the Tillersons, they're riding, the three brothers are riding like ATVs, four-wheelers, very fancy, and it kind of just compares that this other family, the Tillersons, are much more with the times i guess you could say or they're a little more advanced they got more money and when they approach abbott <laughs> the abbots because it's all three of them royal and his two sons while they're looking you know for the cattle they approach and they hand him a document saying that their father basically has the right to some of their land and yeah that basically they have to give it up i don't know how much it's i think he even says I think it's a pretty big chunk, and it's like their western land. Um, but yeah, I don't have the actual dimensions or anything off the top of my head. But they say that he pretty much has no way around it. They have their lawyers, and it's nothing personal, just business. But their father wants part of their land because he deems that it's technically theirs. And they're actually being the nice guys. They could have done this a while ago, or they could have made uh, royal pay for all the time he's been on there. But they say if he doesn't, he has so much time that he has to pretty much give it up or like move his fence in. And if he doesn't do so, he's gonna have to pay up so to like eighty grand or so. We pretty much learn right off the bat that the Tillerson's are kind of their rivals. They don't seem like horrible guys. The one brother is three of them. The one brother, Trevor, he's more of kind of the a hole. Luke, it's Trevor and Luke that come up and approach them, and Luke's the one that's saying, Yeah, that's You know, he feels bad, but it's really just business, and it's nothing personal. It's just kind of something that has to be done. There's another brother, Billy. He seems to be, like, the youngest of them, and he's not really so much saying anything in this scene. But the other brother, Trevor, he's much more vocal and just your a-hole type of character, saying, get off our land, being very upfront and brutal about it. (laughs) So, yeah, we kind of, again, get the vibe that this brother is the a-hole of the family. Luke so it can be maybe much more reasonable understanding. <laughs> so yeah, like I've mentioned, we meet the two families, the Tillersons and the Abbots. The Abbots are our main characters, and we meet the Tillersons, kind of the rival ranchers, the much more successful ones. We get the vibe, <laughs> but also this character that get gets introduced in the beginning is Autumn, played by Imogen Poots. She shows up um just one morning kind of out of nowhere and she's she looks like this hippie backpacker (laughs) she's got a ton of gear on and she shows up and she tells them that she's a poet and she's actually just looking to camp out on their land and for some reason she actually has quite a bit of money we don't know exactly how much but she just gives them straight up cash asking if it's okay if they or if she Uh, camps on their land which again we get the vibe that maybe they're somewhat hurting for money because royal pretty much agrees to it after maybe some talk but when she offers up the cash he gives in and tells her where she's allowed to camp out on their land he also doesn't tell his wife about this it only seems like him and his sons know about it at first so also while he's looking for his cattle he goes off on his own and this is when he finds this huge crater-like hole basically <laughs> in the ground in his land and just looking at it, it has this sci-fi ominous look to it <laughs> it's this big deep hole that you can't see you know at the bottom of it it has showed up out of nowhere and it has like this smoky look to it where you see it's dark but it also has like this fog kind of over it giving it just yeah this sci-fi feeling And it's pretty cool because he doesn't overreact. He just does what any one of us would probably do. He tries to throw a rock down to see if he hears anything. Um, Then he eventually actually puts his hand in. And when he puts his hand in, this is when he gets affected. And he has like this quick flash forward to where he sees the future of him walking into his house. His wife's there. And she mentions that the sheriff, Sheriff Joy, is there. And yeah, then he cuts back to reality to present time and when he lifts his hand up he even has like almost like smoky dark marks on his hands that actually eventually disappear but he goes home and that scene that he had when he put his hand in the the void this hole (laughs) actually comes true where his wife is there waiting for him he enters he's all kind of confused And she says that the sheriff, Sheriff Joy, is there and he comes in and she even said, you know, in the scene that he saw when he put his hand and she says, well, say hi. And then she says that again. So this is the scene where we actually do find out that the mother-in-law, the son's wife has been missing for nine months. And now the FBI and her technically, they're pretty much giving up on the case and not really going to go forward with it to which upsets the family, especially the one son, Perry, that's his wife, but she seems to be pretty um, friendly, and she even tells them that, you know, as a friend, she's going to keep digging, she's going to keep searching, but yeah, the FBI and just the timeline of it all, they're pretty much closing the case that, you know, she's a missing person, and we start hearing, you know, maybe some comments that Either she left on her own accord. Did she, you know, what happened that night before she left? What did she talk to Perry about? And we don't hear anything of that, but we don't, yeah, we don't know. Is she missing? Did she just run away on her own accord? What, yeah, happened to <laughs> this wife? And yeah, we know that this has affected the family, all of them pretty much, because even when the, uh, the other family, when they're talking about the dispute and the land, they even say they know that. They have fallen on hard times and it's been a rough year for them so they Paul ap- the one brother apologizes for kind of coming forward with <laughs> this situation apologies for kind of being all over the place <laughs> but i just remembered yeah that we do meet will patton's character who we find out to be wayne tillerson the father actually of these brothers the tillerson family um ranch but We see him, and he doesn't look healthy. He's got oxygen, a nasal cannula, and he almost just seems kind of aloof or almost like a conspiracy theorist type character, but he seems all come... I don't want to say confused, but we just get a quick scene of him actually calling the Abbots and telling them, "Yeah, do you feel it coming? Something's coming, kind of yeah ominous, can he see the future, and this is actually yeah, before we find actually the the void, the crater like hole in the earth, so yeah, he knew something was going to happen, he had this feeling, and that's really the only scene we see of him, actually is him, yeah, calling the abbots, saying that they can feel it, he feels it, something's coming basically. So a little bit later when Josh Brolin's character, Royal, he actually goes out and talks to Imogen Poot's character, Autumn, while she's camping out. She's just this very interesting character, and she's playing it really well. So he goes and talks to her and she pretty much asks him if he has any secrets she seems to know something he doesn't but she's also very interested in his land because she just straight up asks him how much he'd be willing to sell the land for if he was to do it to which he of course says no he would never do it he's never even thought about it but she throws out some really high numbers she says five million she said would you sell it for six million to which he really doesn't answer but you can kind of see the wheels turning in his head that possibly he would this is also when we learn that's it been in the family for three generations a hundred years at this point and he asked her you know does she have the money to actually pay for it like what can you show for it And she kind of just kind of gives like a silly, you know, I think I might have it or she kind of just like rolls her eyes a little bit. But we get the vibe that possibly, yeah, she has this money and she might be willing to buy the land off him. It's pretty a pretty good scene. (laughs) But where, yeah, this character is just really interesting. Like I said, she's like this hippie poet that's just camping out on their land. But why is she there does she know that something's going on and how does she have all this money to where she might possibly want to buy the land off this whole family so got to keep our eyes on her she's definitely kind of like thrown in the mix and will be interesting to see you know how she vibes with this family going forward So towards the end of this episode we pretty much head into the night and we go to the local tavern, the bar where Perry and Rhett go to just to have some drinks. They both pretty much get drunk (laughs) and Rhett is also interested in this girl that he's known since he was a child and she was actually there at the rodeo. She waves to him, and then she's also there at the bar. Perry encourages Rhett to approach her, ask her to dance. He knows that he's been in love with her since he was a child, but she's also there with some other guys, it seems like. It seems like everyone from this town is at this bar. The other family, the Tillersons, the three brothers, are there as well. And again, they're all pretty trashed and drunk, (laughs) and it ends up where... Rhett and Trevor the one kind of a-hole brother they end up outside and they actually get in a quick fight to where one punches the other and then Rhett pretty much yeah punches and beats up Trevor very quickly and we see that Trevor part of like his belt buckle falls off The reason that Rhett went out there was because Perry was actually outside first I think they were just getting ready to leave and he looked outside and saw that Trevor and Perry were kind of getting into it so then yeah Rhett went outside and that's when he punched Trevor and they kind of got in a scuffle. Rhett says he's going to go get the truck to bring it around so they can go home, and then that's when Perry and Trevor get into a fight, and Perry, almost just like dazed and in a trance, just completely beats him up to a pulp and just knocks him out and punches him and keeps punching him, keeps punching him, and we pretty much know at this point he's most likely dead, (laughs) so when... Rhett shows up they pretty much just stash his body in the back of his trunk in the back of his truck and while they're driving Rhett says you know what do you want me to do should we take him to the hospital should we go to the police and Perry again is just completely kind of like um, stone faced in a daze and they end up taking him back to their family ranch. And they get their father involved when they're kind of like in the stables (laughs) and Royal comes out and he's just like, what the F? But we find out, yeah, that Trevor is dead and they're pretty much just going to cover it up. They are not going to go forward to go to the police or go to anywhere, the hospital. They are going to cover this up and save their skin, basically, that there's really nothing else they can do at this point. And this whole last scene is pretty good and pretty intense because the brothers, the Tillerson brothers, Luke and Billy, they show up at the house because they know something's off. They don't know where their brother is. They know that possibly, yeah, the Abbots are involved. And when they show up in this, when they show up at the house, it's like 1 a.m. They come knocking on the door, asking where the brother is. And. Perry is the one that answers it. he comes down and his daughter actually comes out of bed and comes down she's asking for water they're kind of you know just forcing their way in and not going to leave and they want to talk outside and possibly go to the barn while Royal and Red are trying to cover up this body and he does a cool cool trick where he kind of just leans and he actually you know starts flicking the lights inside the home that the brothers can't see pretty much warning them outside that something's going on they need to get a move on so eventually once Perry and the brothers go outside they go they pretty much knock the door down to this barn (laughs) and when they open it it's just the truck that had the body in it with blood but they just hurry up and threw like hay bales on top of it stacking it up looking like nothing happened but again they just know something's off they see like they see like um, tire marks and then they look at something on the ground that they know someone's out riding they say that it's fresh I actually don't know what it was but they look on the ground they say that this is fresh and they head off they hurry up and grab one jumps in the truck the other jumps into the ATV four-wheeler and they take off and then we cut to Royal and this is the scene that we saw in the beginning of the episode when he's riding out and he's got the body like on his shoulders or yeah behind him at first but they end up falling off because it's like lightning outside it's dark we keep cutting back and forth to the truck and the atv chasing after royal on his horse it's a pretty intense scene when he falls when they both fall off the horse the horse takes off running it's spooked his shirt ends up getting caught like in the barbed wire while he's trying to cross to get uh, over to the one side we know that he's going to possibly dump this body in this void so he's got like his shirt off he's got the body on the back of his shoulders and he's just carrying it trying to get to this void as quickly as he can and he does make it to where he just dumps the throws the body over into this void and we don't know where the body goes at this point. We don't hear it like thud on the ground or anything. It just like falls and looks like it just disappears. The fam- the brothers must have went the wrong direction or so because they don't actually show up eventually. They're off. But after he dumps the body, Royal throws it in this like crater hole. He notices a flashlight behind him kind of on him. He turns around and it's actually Autumn. She witnessed the whole thing. She saw him throw the body overhead into this void but she doesn't seem spooked or anything she just kind of approaches him and she starts talking about um some greek god <laughs> i think kronos and just kind of spewing some yeah mythology or greek mythology and then she talks about them having the secret and she says she won't tell anybody even though she saw what he did And the episode ends actually with her. She says, yeah, this would be our secret. I won't tell anyone. And then she pushes Royal into the hole and we see him just fall backwards into this hole, disappearing. And then that's the end of the episode. And I did not expect that actually. (laughs) So yeah, it's a really well done episode. It's about an hour long, but it's really well paced throughout and i really enjoyed it you get the sense of the family we kind of know their rivals and yeah and then we got this situation there's a lot of situations going on here we have the missing wife what happened to her she's been gone for nine months now we got if you're interested in the land dispute we got the tillersons wanting to take more of the Abbotts' uh family land so you got that going on and now we got this uh crime scene this murder now that yeah perry and Rhett beating up trevor and basically perry yeah killing him by beating him up and them hiding stashing the body royal he's the only one that knows about it throwing the body in this void so now we got the tillersons the brothers i'm sure they're they know something's up so a lot of mysteries And then the biggest mystery is this void, (laughs) this huge hole that only Royal and now Autumn know about that what is this? Where did it come from? What does it do? (laughs) And we also got Autumn. What is she up to? So there's a a ton of mysteries just going on in this first episode alone. So I'm definitely intrigued and curious to see what happens. So yeah, I had a lot of fun with this episode and I'm definitely going to check out the second one. They dropped two episodes this past Friday, I believe. And I don't know going forward if they're going to do two episodes at a time or just one episode, but the first episode was definitely a knockout. We're in this really good period right now with some good television. <laughs> we got Tokyo Vice. We got Slow Horses, which I'm recapping. And now we got this show. So a lot of really good thrillers. It's almost hard to keep up with everything. And Better Call Saul's coming back. So it's a really good time right now for TV, <laughs> for real good TV prestige television. I'm trying to think if there's really anything else I got to say about the episode. Yeah, we got uh, Will Patton's character. Um what he's up to how did he know something was gonna happen yeah there's just a lot of mystery going on i don't think i've really ever watched like a sci-fi western show so this is definitely something new for me but i'm definitely here for it i definitely got some arrival vibes as well with this void this hole in the ground Um, So yeah, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I think I'll do another recap episode after I watch season or episode two. Like I said, I don't think there'll be so much scene by scene. I'll probably just be kind of like my initial reaction and just kind of yeah (laughs) going through what happened kind of processing everything but yeah i think it's going to do it for this episode so thank you as always for the listen if you want to follow me on letterbox please do at kj steiner i'm currently recapping slow horses episode by episode so if you're watching that show it's really well done too it's a british spy show so if you watch that show check out my recaps there i also have recapped the entirety of season three of servant so i have all those up as well and then i think i'm going to move forward yeah recapping this show as well as well maybe more of like an initial reaction for this show but yeah that's gonna do it so thank you again as always for the listen and I will check you guys out next time bye